Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing today? Hope you're having a great time. This is Salty Coffee. Hello. hello. New York City. Hey, Icon, how are you? We got I'm two fine. minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Doggy fresh, y'all. How you doing yeah. today? I'm well. And yourself? I'm good. I'm about to open it up on the other stations. Okay, ten four Roger that. Outside the box. Let me see. Let me see. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh my god, I just lost it. Really? Oh man, this is not good. Oh yeah, yeah. Only in America. What, 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 what? Rick, Rick, Rick. How are you doing? How's everything? How are your talks? How are your networking? How is the circle of the gods? The circle of the gods is it's amazing. It's touted to be a good show, very positive, very informative. Um, wait, 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 don't talk to don't talk yet. <laughs> 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 hey, call me. Hi. How are you? Hi, how are you? Yes. I sound a little groggy. Mm -mm. Sound a little groggy. Got one in the box. You get it. Oh. Hey, family. It's your girl, call me E. I'm right here listening, trying to show love to my family, salty coffee, and the icon living hey appreciate it so much that's a blessing to be able to see you in the foundation that's what i call Thank the you. audience the foundation gotta have a good strong foundation if you want to build a build a, a a good house the foundation has right. to be strong thank you for coming call me i'm yeah. gonna give me one minute i'm gonna start it on the other side okay do you think while she's doing that on the other side, we are gonna be talking about some stuff today that gonna make you really, really have to think. Whether well, you don't have to do a lot of thinking, but it, it's it's gonna be thought provoking because uh, it's easy to just get lost a lot of the times in uh, what's going on and how would you move and if certain things happen. So. I think it's going to be an interesting show tonight. Salute to you, Black T. Um, welcome to the show. Oh, and she left. Uh, maybe she'll be back. I don't know. Hey, 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 hey. We're going to get busy. Hey, 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 hey. Give me one second. We're just about to announce the outside the box. Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing today? It is Sunday, January 22nd, 2023. This is Wanda, also known as Salty Coffee, the host of the Salty Coffee podcast and the co-host of Outside the Box with 
my partner, Ronald Smith, also known as what? The icon. And you <laughs> use my whole government. Oh my God, my whole government name. <sighs> oh, my bad. It's what it says on on stereo. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta you change said, that. You said you can handle the truth, and you are all about the truth, Sir Smith. Oh, okay, so. we, we can call we can call our government names. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing no today? Problem. We are live on Facebook under the Salty Coffee page. We are live on the Icon 6 on the Facebook page um, for the Icon. And we are also on Twitch. We're also viewed on www.saltycoffeepodcast.com. And we're also live on www.theicon6.com. And today on Outside the Box... We're just going to have an open conversation about, hey, what are you going to do? What you going to do? And that could what be about anything. What you going to do when it comes for you? I'm going to start. What you going to do when it comes for you? What you going to do? Who are you going to call? <laughs> Go I think I'm going to start. I'm going to start it before I let you speak, Icon. Because <laughs> okay. I know I'm greedy. Um, but you can go ahead. You can introduce yourself. <laughs> introduce myself. No, it's okay. Go ahead. I am the icon. Yes, the icon six, and I am the co-partner to Salty Coffee. That's that queen. Uh, this is outside the box. Um, it ain't a whole lot. I can talk about me a little bit as the show unfolds because okay. I'm quite sure it's gonna be something that's gonna come out that make me. Think you want to say something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's how we speak, and I think that's the huh? Sofa, right now I was speaking to Sofa. Oh, is she there? Oh, there she goes. <laughs> yeah. I think okay. it's important for us to. I'll give you a little story, a personal story, which is what started my podcast to begin with in 2020. And my first episode, I talked about a lost token. And I hope you can go way back to 2020 when I published that talk. I was so nervous. I didn't know what I was doing. I was started on Anchor. And pretty much to summarize it, um, at 19 years old, I went to take my mom to the hospital to get a hernia operation surgery. My mom did not make it through the operation. So she was in a coma for two weeks. So the, the overall conversation for tonight is what, what are we doing? Because not everybody experiences that, right? Not everybody experiences losing their parent at such a young age, right? It's my first year of college. And you would think that you have family, you know, that will support you, that will be there for you. Um, and, and of course, that's how it should be, right? Unfortunately, at 19, a lot of the times, you know, people don't want to get involved because it's like, oh, well, she's of age. She's a government age. She could do whatever she wants. And that was very hurtful, you know, to learn that even your own family at sometimes is not really um, knowledgeable about how you were raised. You know, I had a great relationship. I still do uh, with my mother. I had a beautiful 
relationship, everything that I've done thus far is from what she's taught me. So the overall message for tonight and assignment, because that's what we do, let's talk a little bit about, are we really prepared for the unexpected? And let's be realistic about that. Do you have a plan in the event that one parent or grandparent um, leaves this earth? What does that mean for your family? Are you scared of fear? What would you do if all of a sudden there's no money, like there's no cash? You go to the bank to withdraw 200 down, no cash. How would you get to work if, let's say, there's a snowstorm in Florida? I don't know. Never know. It could happen. So the message and the question tonight and the conversation that we're going to have is, ex, you know, let's be prepared for the unexpected and let's start thinking every day when we wake up, what would happen if my car broke down? Who do I call? What do I do? Icon constantly talks about group cooperation and what's the other one? Group cooperation and group operation. Mm -hmm. And the, the example here would be, if you're a single mother and you have two kids, you got your job, you got your money, you got, you're set, right? You're cool. You, you got, you can do it by all means necessary. You've done it. But let's say your babysitter is not available. Your job tells you, you got to do something about them kids or you're going to have to leave. What, what do we do? How, are we prepared for the unexpected? I lived my whole 52 years, about to be 53. Ever since my mom passed away, I've lived my life thinking about what if. And I think we should all start. If you, if, if you are doing that, please share with us what are those things that you do. How are the tips that, what are the tips that you can give everybody listening tonight to be prepared? I had a conversation with Icon one time and, and I told him that I heard someone say, there will be less black people killed or Latinos if they all had life insurance. And we thought about that, like, wait, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and it is true. If you really think about it, if we all, all of a sudden got life insurance, got our health insurance to par, you know, not necessarily to learn how to live within that Western medicine, because that's not what I'm trying to tell you here. What I'm trying to tell you is that my mother passed away because of an overdose of anesthesia. The reason why she went to go get a hernia was because, of course, everybody knows how you get up. You either lifting stuff or you you got a quick motion of the body that created it. But along along aside from that, she was taking a lot of medication that I wasn't aware of. So we need to think about those things. Let's not be too quick to take medication. Let's not be too quick to say, you know what, forget it. I'm good, my kids are good, 
at 19 years old, when you lose the only person that you know has your back, think about your kids in that way. Think about your family, your, your siblings, your, your children, you know? Think about that. So tonight, Icon, you tell us, well, let's listen to the messages, but let's, let's get on with it. Hello, Salty Colopian Icon outside the box. Um, hello to everyone in the chat. Yes, I'm here supporting um, these amazing people. Let's support and follow. All right, I'm listening. You guys have an amazing, amazing night. I think the biggest thing is for me because last year, 21 and 22, was very unexpected. I've learned to pray about everything and really seek God first because I've always been a type of person that depends on myself and how I can fix it. But I've had some unfixable situations and sometimes, you know, an answer is just to wait. It may not come when you want it, but it's always on time. And the last two years has taught me that. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, and I believe it wholeheartedly. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. And I think Thank that's important you. to know because mm -hmm. a lot of people, I think that's important to know because a lot of people would say, um, you know, if you're young and, and you have faith and, and you are part of a group that follows a specific faith or belief and when you encounter a traumatic experience you start losing it when you realize that no one from that group or that church or anything was really there for you other than god so that's important sorry go ahead icon <laughs> absolutely um and I, I would agree because to have to have faith is to have uh a certain amount of discipline to have patience, right? So when certain things occur in your life um, that sometimes need an immediate response and you're not in a position um, to move, you have to have uh, the, the type of faith that will slow your mind down, that you don't let the emotions overwhelm you and then you start making critical mistakes. and. The reason that I, that I say that is because uh, most of my young life, before I went to a, a federal prison, um, I used to always find myself in some jam or another, a lack, whatever, get a job, lose a job. Uh, and right about the time I think when my son was born, you know, I wanted to make sure that I was doing what I had to do as a, as a new father. Um, you know, I wouldn't say new because I had a daughter too and it was born in the same year. So, you know, I was always doing a lot of silly stuff. And, um, but I knew I had to take responsibility and I had to do what I had to do for my children. So, you know, when I lost my job, I ended up losing my job. Now it's like, okay, what do you have to fall back on? And I think the only thing I had at that time, uh, thanks to my mom, made her soul forever rest easy. Uh, um, she took me to the bank and we opened up a savings account. 
I think we did this when I was around about maybe 16, 17. So I was putting some money in my savings account, but it wasn't the type of money to take care of a small family and stuff like that. So the only thing, you know, I could think of in, in my emotional state was you got to go back to what you know how to do. And what I knew how to do was hustle and rob. You know what I mean? So, you know, when you don't look at the parameters of, of, of what uh, what's available, because I have a family, a, a strong support system. You know, my family, you know, they, I got a strong support system, but I was very prideful too. And my faith definitely was low. So in, in an emotional state, trying to figure out what the next move was going to be because son, daughter need pampers, they need formula, you know, they need the basic necessities of life. And that was my job. So um, that's why I say when you when you can slow your mind down, when you have the presence of mind through faith, faith is the equivalent of patience to me because faith is going to make you actually think about what it is you need to do in real time without rushing and getting yourself in trouble. So when you say you're waiting on the Lord, I call it like waiting on the Lord, or waiting on the universe or truth to open up a way for me that's going to make sense and not get me hurt or hurt somebody. And I wasn't able to do that. And that's how I ended up making steps, you know, that eventually led me down a dark to a dark place. So, yeah, you got to have some things. You, you, I think it's better to have more of a structured plan for when things happen, emergency, because life is going to happen. Irregardless of how good you're doing, how bad you're doing, things in life is going to happen. And at that time, I wasn't even focused on it like I am now. And even to this day, things still happen. And you find yourself like, what what to do? I've been in a couple of situations since I've been home, but I didn't let the emotion overtake me to where I felt like I felt the need to go back into the streets. Like, that's not even an option for me. What else can you do? One thing, silence your pride. Don't even let pride come up in your mind to 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 make you feel like you got to do something that's prison that could end your life, cause you to end somebody's life, or send you back to prison for the rest of your life. So that's what that is with that. So faith is a good thing. Sorry, I had was disconnected on the other end, and um, I hope that if it didn't go through, and the people on Facebook and uh, Twitch and our our website pages missed it, please make sure to come back to our website and listen to the talk through the anchor. But I think I think also, thank you for sharing that because we do go through, through our learning process as children. We depend on our parents, our teachers, our neighbor, our adults, our elders to really guide us, right? And mm -hmm. a lot of times because of fear, they won't guide us about death. You know, they won't tell us or the unexpected. My, I'll give you a story of why when I travel, I leave three hours earlier to, to just get to the airport in two hours. And this is a, a, a PTS thing for me. So we traveled a lot to Dominican Republic back and forth, right? And I never understood why my mom always liked to leave so so much earlier. And I was a kid, I didn't know any better, right? But on our way over there, you know, back before there was no cell phones, there was pay phones. If you're in the highway, there's no pay phones. 
you either had to like help have somebody miraculously stop to help you right or um just have to figure it out right there was no cell phones there was no way of communicating right because this is the talk tonight what happens if your car just breaks down in the middle of the highway what do you do and let's say technology is out at the time you can't even get onto your gps and figure it out and a lot of people are doing that they're depending on gps to get them certain places kids uh I, i've i've noticed a lot of kids don't know how to read a map they won't you know even attempt to do it it's just like go ahead siri or whoever movie newbie tell me where i'm going and you depend so much on that that we're not really paying attention to where we're going sometimes we just follow the the thing and we're not looking at the surroundings so on our way to the airport the car breaks down <laughs> so ouch here's my mom we got four luggages and myself and we're on our way to the airport to go to the dominican republic luckily someone was nice enough to pick us up drop my mother and i at the airport come back to the car and help the person that was taking us to the car so that right there as a 10 i think i was like seven years old to, I, I don't i think i was so young that i didn't even know what was going on but i i do clearly remember it being a pivotal moment in my life where i think it's important for us to always be prepared september 11 was another day that you know women before september 11 in new york were wearing heels to go to work heels <laughs> and i'm talking about like four inch heels to go to work even though that was not such a common thing for people in their 40s or 30s but it was very common for women who worked in offices at 20 years old and 30s to go with their heels to work september 11 taught us that what would we do if there's no transportation people had to walk home because transportation was out there was no communication the antenna was out and i think that's one of the the things that i love about new york because i always wherever i'm gonna move i i'm always thinking i have to find three ways three methods to go back and forth to where i work and definitely mm -hmm. walking is one of them because of september 11 you really just never know and that lost token incident that happened to me was i lost my token to go back home because this is after my mom had passed away i i had to move to a shared space and i worked all the way close to like ground zero wall street and so i had my two little tokens right because back then there was no cell phone there's no beepers there was nothing <laughs> so i had choices i either hop the train get arrested or get a summons right or walk it so on that episode which i think is my second episode on my podcast was that story and i literally walked 
from ground zero to Washington Heights. I don't recall the number of miles, but it's up there. And and that's like, I wouldn't ask people for money. I didn't even like dare to ask anyone for money. It was already, it took me three hours to walk it. But I think I did it because of frustration because it's like, damn, <laughs> I don't even have anyone. I don't even have a, a dime to call someone. And if I had the opportunity to call someone, they may not have even been home for me to let them know. So could you imagine if tomorrow all, all cellular carriers are gone? How would I communicate with you, Icon? How, well, would, I, how, how would I reach you? What, what would be an alternative for us? Well, um, if, if all you say all courier systems were, were were down, gone. No Wi-Fi, no internet, no nothing when it comes to communication that we're a hundred percent depending on today. Well, you know we're gonna do what the Indians did back in the day. We're gonna yes. set a fire and we're gonna set up the SOS. <laughs> the SOS. So sign. I'll give you. No. I'll give you some. Yeah, I'll give you I some got, tips. I got. I, I got one for you. What okay, I what okay. I do do, I keep stamps. I have I have a book of stamps always available in case I have to write a letter. Right now, it may take time because if if I'm here in Florida, you're waiting in New York. There's no way if I can't if I don't have this smartphone and all the carriers that I'm going to assume that no one has communication. Okay. Okay. To my even if you was to walk to a store. Or, or or to ask to use a phone or something I, we couldn't do it because there's no carrier service for either of us so i would i would hope that the mail system is still working and then i would have to actually write a letter or send a postcard or something to let okay. you know that i'm okay and to ask oh, are you okay uh and we would have to do that back and forth like we used to do back in the day like actually write letters sit down and take the time and write a letter <laughs> Uh, and that would be you're the telling way that... me I have to wait three weeks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I'll I'll give you uh, an alternative for that. So for family members who don't live nearby, they still sell radios, analog radios, sort of like the movie in Legend, where he mm -hmm. had his little radio walkie-talkie. I have walkie-talkies you know, that I used to use with the girls before cell phones. So when we were in a cruise or we were like traveling together in a hotel, they take one walkie talkie. If they're going to go like to the pool or something real quick to go get ice, go take the walkie talkie. The walkie talkies that people use for uh, hiking, they're kind of expensive, but it's an alternative of something to have for you and your family in case technology goes down. They still sell those old analog radios that you're able, you should, everybody should still have a radio, you know, like with an antenna, mm -hmm. one of those. If you're able to buy them, you know, at affordable price now, please go ahead and do it. But everyone should still have an analog non-digital radio 
because you would be surprised the channels that you can get through there and the information gives you weather information, um, any emergency stuff that's happening, you will be uh, available to listen to it. Because um, again, there's let's just say there's no power or there's no TV, there's no, you know, and everyone should also get an antenna for their TV. Don't depend on cable all the time. The antennas are now like $5.99 for, for maybe the most $20. And if you're paying $20 for an antenna, they're, che they're cheating you out. But go out and get an antenna. On the antenna, you have about 150 free channels. Some of those channels are emergency broadcast system, where if there's an emergency, you can find out what's going on. So definitely try to have those things. Just keep it in mind. Make sure you have batteries. You know, make sure you have batteries. Make sure you have dry food. And that's another thing. Like, let's say you're at work and you can't get home. <laughs> what would you What would you do if you had to? Like, there's no other way for you to get home other than walking. What else do you think you can do? Well. Okay, is this a is this a spontaneous thing? Um, you already know when you get up, you didn't have transportation type of uh, question. Because I want to try to like set a scenario. Because okay. if I didn't have transportation and we didn't have a bus system, or if I didn't have a bicycle, or I would have to walk, obviously, okay. or try to uh, catch a ride or something like that. You okay. know. So let the scenario would be, let's say you're already at work, right? Okay. You're five miles away. There was some type of city closure where they didn't want you to go anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you had to maintain yourself there. Uh, no, that's not a good scenario. <laughs> let, <laughs> let's... <laughs> Let's just say you you're running out of gas and you go to the gas station and mm -hmm. there's no more gas because that that was really what we you and I had spoken about. Mm -hmm. And they told you we're not going to have gas diesel for diesel gas for maybe 6 months. Oh, or they'll tell you until further notice. <laughs> mm -hmm. What would you do? Hopefully, hopefully, common sense would say, you know, and, and it should for anybody that uh, has transportation, because uh, I know I have to invest in one. Get a get a five gallon uh, gas can, and you know you can take that five gallon gas can. You can have that on reserve in your trunk of your car. So if you do run out of gas, at least you know you got five gallons or however many gallons you need just to be able to get you uh, from point A to point B. That that would be one of the safest things to do. If you can if, just to have that foresight, um, and it's it is a survival, a part of a su survival packet for those that's traveling because I've known situations. I'm quite sure we've seen on the news where people snowed in or gas gas did run out uh, right before a hurricane or a storm or something like that, and the people was like was flooding the gas stations and people couldn't get gas. So if you get a gas canister where you can have gas on deck ready to go problem solved well how about this 
how about you woke up and your car is gone? The government took all vehicles because they want people to lock down. If it's a, it's a, if it's a lockdown, you ain't gonna go no, you not gonna go nowhere anyway. You ain't <laughs> have to worry about doing no traveling. Period. Because uh, a lockdown is just that, and I'm quite sure they're gonna have law enforcement, probably national guards, some form of security. Um, cause mostly if the government has to lock something down for any reason, they mean business. They're not, they're not gonna be playing with that. Period. You know, I've also been in situations where national guards had to come in, and that's one thing. Uh, I would tell anybody, if if this country ever called on its military forces to come do something, it's best to comply because the men and women, they don't come to play games. They come to take care of business. So if they say you need to keep it in, you need to keep it in. The fortunate part of New Yorkers is that we don't need to have a vehicle, right? But I always mm -hmm. thought in my mind, what would happen is the public transportation shut down, which uh there was a year where the the union for the transportation tw transport trans uh transit workers union they mm -hmm. did strike and it was kind of an inconvenience right but again i'm 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 the type of person that i move to an area where i can ride a bike to work walk to work or public transportation or vehicle. Like definitely two alternative ways. Walking is one of them to get to and from work in case of an emergency because of September 11. So I would recommend if you don't know how to ride a bike, <laughs> start learning how to ride a bike. And, and these are just things that, again, I'm not trying to put fear into anyone. I just want people to think, to think about not to solely depend on what you do every day for convenience to 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 test yourself of experiencing an inconvenience that's the goal here tonight test yourself like there's no um way of communication i gave you an advice icon said smoke signals <laughs> Um, but, uh, the radio thing is, is something that the family can invest in. If you live in one state and your other family lives in another, um, spoken thoughts, you're from the military, you know, you have military background on these things where you don't have to depend. Like, I'm sure when you, I'm not sure if you worked in the military in the sense of front end people, but I'm my understanding of military uh training is that this is what they train you to do to survive under circumstances where there are no technology um communication is through radio mostly private two channel one channel radios and um weapons you know to to protect yourself and and to survive with food which are packed and dry packed and stuff like that so military, um, another thing that I want to share with you all is in New York City, they have an emergency plan for every zip code. So if you live in another state, 
you should be aware of your emergency plan. One, they're supposed to have a, a building that's built to protect you from any nuclear uh, explosions, stuff like that. Here in New York is the public schools. All public mm -hmm. schools are a means of a, a safety space for an emergency. Um, so please go through that, find out if you don't have one for your county, state, or whatever, your local area, find out why you don't have one. Because that would be interesting. Why don't you have one? Yeah, that and will be interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> and what can you do to make sure that you are aware when something happens? Where do you go? Who do you contact? Um, how how is how are you and your family? And if they're if your local state or your state or your local area have you only depending on yourself for that then you need to be way well prepared for it. That's just my opinion. I'm not a professional, but you know, it we do have one here in New York in New York state everywhere. Um so I already know where to go for floods and what to do if there's a flood. Um I already know what to, where to go and what to do in case um uh you know, one of those of other, an emergency. Yeah. In most in most states, they, they I know here in Florida, uh, uh, from south to mid to northern, both coasts, west and east. Whenever there's a, a, a hurricane coming through or uh, natural disaster, they 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 have it set up um, to where you do know because they're gonna be broadcasting a lot. They have big systems up uh, in case something happened where they can actually, I remember in my hometown when they put these big mega speakers up, you know, so if they had to give the alarm, they could warn the whole city and, and counties, you know, in either direction. And you would already know if a hurricane was coming, people would be preparing for that. I think over time they got better because uh, with technology, it allows you to move faster. They was able to track storms better with the Dobbler system and stuff that they was doing. So, but you already knew your, um, if there was an evacuation, they would always, you know, tell you where to go. So you would know in advance where to go, whether that was, like you said, a school, a hospital, um, gymnasium, wherever the case may be. I think most states have, a plan in place for people. Some people like to ride it out. They 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 take the chance to ride it out. I mean, you can't force a person to leave. You can't handcuff them, just snatch them out. But they will give you opportunities ahead of these storms to go to uh, refuge places. You know, to seek refuge in certain places. I think most states most states have that in place. So it's a it's a matter of. Um, if you don't, like you said, if you don't know, I don't think it would be that hard to find out uh, where these places are located. I just really believe that according to this state, they do have it just like New York. So you automatically know if there's an evacu evacuation, they're going to direct you to where you need to go seek refuge. So. Right. And also, if you have family in other states, make sure you communicate with them. Hey, 
if you don't hear from me for this amount of time, go look for me. <laughs> um, but find a central location. Huh? Look for you. Go look for me. Um, well, you know what I mean. Like, find them, a central them, them, location. Them family members, them family members, like, what? Look for her. Child, I ain't got time. I can't find myself. <laughs> well, what I mean is, collectively, all make sure that you find a central location in case you have to evacuate, right? Let's mm -hmm. say my family is all the way from the West Coast and I'm on the East Coast. Find a central location where you can meet, you know, at some point through this emergency. Or, uh, again, the communication through radio through analog radio is so important because we're so getting our children even to not know how to read a map or, or navigate a map, a paper map, that it scares me. It scares me that I, I look at kids like, just open the map. <laughs> I mean, that's how I traveled with my daughters, you know, before the, the GPS thing. So I, I don't, I want people to start um, not depending too much on the GPS. Navigate step-by-step step before you go and head to a new location. Navigate step-by-step step the steps that you need to take and just test yourself. Test yourself to see if you're solely depending on the GPS or the Google Maps or whatever. I think that's so important for us to really remove ourselves just a little bit, one day at a time, take 10 minutes to just remove yourself from some of the things that we do and go back, go back into learning how to read a map. You should have a map of your current area printed out just in case the GPS doesn't work or the satellite, whatever, is not working. But you know what's interesting? Um, uh, uh, salute to everybody that's just coming into, coming into the room. Um, Elvis Stush, Emperor, uh, Carmelo. Um, shout out to uh, Spoken Thought. I didn't get a chance to speak to you, my brother, one of the uh, members of the COTGs. Uh, Hi, Matter. Blue Matter. So it's nice to see you. I haven't seen Blue Matter in a long time. Mm -hmm. Nice to see um, you. Back. Absolutely. It's always good to see family and friends. Um, one of the things I, I, you know, as we're talking about this, this, this situation about being prepared, uh, having some, some survival kits prepared, knowing what your next step has to be in case of an emergency. Um, one of the things I find very interesting is how we've been like dumbed down so much to where when you talk about reading a map, okay, in this microwave, in, in the microwave generation, right, for convenience sake, when I look at the construct, right, I saw, it's like in my mind I'm saying, you know, one time people had to figure out math equations. They came up with the calculator, okay? Mm -hmm. One time, musicians actually had to learn how to read music. Uh, song played by ear, but the, the the musicians that learned music, how to write it, 
uh, it's a certain math that go with that. Then you come up with beat machines. It's like everything that's 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 done is in the name of convenience. And what it does, it, it robs you of your ability to really use your mind. So it's always like something coming for somebody else to use your mind to make it convenient for you. And then you lose something in the process. Right. You lose you lose the ability to think to be able to do what's necessary in times of emergency because you become so dependent. And here's a real story. When I was in prison, I remember hearing about people with these smartphones. Right. I had a little book, a little brown book, an address book and a phone book. I used to keep all my numbers in, in there. I had, had a lot a of numbers. Book. That's what you had. It you was, had a no, black it was it, it wasn't black. It was it was brown. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but what I did, I remembered a lot of numbers in my head. Right. Sometimes, sometimes I didn't. I didn't have to go get my little book. I knew the numbers by heart. Then we had the little padlock, the little lock with the numbers on it. I had to remember mm -hmm. that, and I ran through a couple of those. I had a locker. I had to remember them. I had so many numbers in my head and other things that I was doing, but it was all in my mind. I didn't rely on anything. Like if it was a number that I barely used, I would go get my little book or I would write the number on a piece of paper and then discard it when it was done. But, and I say to myself, I say, these people out here are crazy as hell. Like they did that phone. Like, like they don't remember. Oh, I keep it in my contact. So what if you lose your phone? So I thought that that was crazy until I came, until I came home. And now, I depend on my phone for every freaking thing. Like this phone don't go nowhere. It's with me 24-7. And then I say to myself, one day I was trying to remember a number, numbers that I had remembered for years, decades. All of a sudden, I didn't remember them no more. Like, damn. I, you thought I, you I was getting old, right? <laughs> Which no, is not it, true. It had, it, 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 has nothing to, it has nothing to do with being old. It has a lot to do with how they how they dumb us down for convenience sake. And for us, we want the convenience because who 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 want to have to just make a call in the house or have to walk to a telephone booth? And if you couldn't uh, afford those big old uh, what you call those those uh, telephones, those really really big ones. I forget what they call them, and, and a lot of people didn't have it. Everybody could afford those, huh? The big mobile phones. I mean, there was the still big mobile, mobile phones. There you go. Yeah, because it was everybody couldn't afford those. Mm -hmm. So now it's like I could have I could have this tool with me twenty four seven wherever I go. I don't have to remember numbers. So if you did lose your phone somewhere and you couldn't get to a phone. You're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna be stuck. You probably wouldn't be able to reach out to nobody because nobody is thinking about retaining that information. It's just like with math. Nobody's trying to really figure out how to do a math problem. I'm gonna go to my calculator or I'm gonna go to something to make it easier for me. So what it does is slows it slows your mind down and your ability to make decisions, spontaneous decisions, to figure to problem solve. Mm-hmm. And and that's the scary part. Now, when you get in that type of situation, you most certainly are easily to lead in the wrong direction. If somebody wants to manipulate a situation, anybody could come because you lost. And most time when you lost, you're afraid. 
And when you're afraid, you're ready to trust anything that you feel can get you to safety. And a lot of times that could turn out to be detrimental in some cases. So for those who just walked in on stereo and on the other platforms on Facebook and Twitch, tonight's, tonight's conversation is what would you do in the event that transportation or communication or technology in itself was removed and wiped out. Um, earlier, we spoke about communication and one of the tips that I encourage everyone to think about is to have to make sure you have an old radio, make sure you have your batteries to work the radio in case the power goes out, or you can purchase what hikers use, which is the those walkie-talkies. Um, some of them go to far distances and you can share it with your family, or um, you can get the, the weather um, within those radios and you can get uh, emergency information with those within those radios, the walkie-talkies. Also, if you don't know where to go for emergency situations, find out from your local area. I know some New Yorkers are in here. Uh, make sure there's an emergency plan for every county, every city, every borough, every local zip code has an emergency plan. If you live in another state and that is something that you never heard of or don't even know how to get one, and if you don't find it, please make sure that you hold your elected officials responsible to make sure that they give a copy to everyone in the community about what to do in case of an emergency. So we're gonna go to these two messages before they people leave. Don't forget, not only do you need a map, you need a compass too. Exactly. Because that will help you guide yourself through the map. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. And one, one thing, if let's say you can't find a compass, right? And we're not talking about the compass on the app, on your phone. We're talking about a real compass, which I actually have one. It's a little clip. It comes in a little clip. It's only $1.99. They sell them on Amazon. They sell them in a 99 cent store. Um... One one thing that I learned about New York is where the sun sets and where it mm -hmm. rises. So Absolutely. that's another way. So if the sun sets um, here in New York, where the sun sets is the west. So then I know how to figure out the north and the south. And where the sun rises is the east. So when I get off the subway station, I can immediately know how to go downtown or uptown or west or east because of the sun. Granted, the compass helps you when it's cloudy and rainy outside and there's no sun. <laughs> but mm -hmm. um, that's imp very important to, to have a compass and, and a real one. And they sell them everywhere. And hey there, salty coffee and icon. I hope you're all doing well. And I'm sorry to hear about your mother passing um, when you were at such a young age. I was at a young age, too. I was 16 years old when my mom passed. So I know what that was like. Yes, indeed. Yes. I, um, yeah, especially if it was in the 80s, you know. 80s was a rough time to lose a parent in New York City. I mean, there was all kinds of drugs. I could have.
really ended up being in, in a real bad situation right now. If, if had I not had the, the mother that I had, I could have really, really ended up in very bad situations. Um, there was a lot of drugs. There was a lot of human trafficking. There was, I mean, it still exists, but it's, it's not as, um, prevalent as it is, as it was back then. Um, but you know, community, we did get together and we try to clean them out, but it was very difficult and it was a long struggle for our adults to do that. And we were also talking about, you know, um, did we talk about going to the hospital and, and, and your health? No. Okay. No. okay. So we're not going to talk about that right now. Love and light, salty coffee. Love and light, icon. I hope you guys had a beautiful day today and you have sweet dreams tonight. Hey. Communications, transportations, and technology. What would you do if it all disappeared? I love that topic. As a matter of fact, um, because of my whatever personal uniqueness, um, I hyper-focus on particular subjects. And that's one, survival, bushcraft, um, mm. and so understanding foraging, how to hunt, how to trap, like how to survive without Starbucks and Thank Walmart, you. right? Or Amazon, right? Um, Googling things. People are throwing their books away and I'm buying them up for a quarter a piece at the library. I mean, at the thrift store, making my own library, right? Yeah. I'm Absolutely. And you know what? There's a film. I, I think I've mentioned this before in another talk. But I had a coworker who's now retired. And she told me about this movie and film that is exactly what's happening today, right? We're, we're getting rid of books. Um, soon we will have, you know, fruits and vegetables going to be like a luxury thing. Like only a couple of people are going to have it. But it's called Soylent Green, and I want everyone to write this down. And if you haven't watched it, I want you to watch it. You can find it on YouTube, S-O-Y-L-E-N-T, and Green, Soylent Green. It was a film in the 1970s with exactly, how, how is it that a film that was produced and published in the, 19, in the 70s is is what we're experiencing today. So, you know, icon. <laughs> I got I got a, I got a, I actually got an answer for that. I know you do. <laughs> Salty coffee. Icon. <laughs> I know that's that's your, you know, that's where you come in. So, let's listen to this message and you can give us the answer to that. What's going on, Salty Coffee, as well as Icon, Agba, I'm Crystal on this platform for the listeners. If anything happened where I lost like, electricity and and also um, my electronics, oh my gosh, that's how I make money. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we can't have, you know, that as well as transportation go and go and everything because uh, I guess they won't be getting paid, you know, as far as my bills. Mm -hmm. But because um, I use my phone you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times as well. And I mean, mm -hmm. in my laptop. <laughs> and I was mm -hmm. also, I heard y'all saying, make sure you have this and that. Now I have a power bank. It's a portable power bank, but it lasts but so long. 
for me to charge my phone. Mm-hmm. I also have something that I picked up from the thrift store. It's a TV <laughs> FM uh, AM receiver. Yes. Like from the 1987, mm-hmm. but I'm reselling that. But I still got no. it just in case. Not gonna and I have candles. So yeah, no. Um, so these are the things we need to learn how to make candles. We need to learn how to think. What if it happened? What would you do? Like seriously, solar. I mean, there's options of solar. There's hydro energy that you can use. But these are the things that we should be learning in schools today because we just cannot really 100% depend on what how we're functioning today. I used to visit Dominican Republic um, every year, three times a year. The lights, will be, the lights will go out at six in the whole city. So what do we do? <laughs> we go outside and talk, have conversations with the elders. They will tell us stories no candles um the only time they had candles was to remove the mosquitoes right because they were all over the place at night um the water we had a tank in the back where we had collection of water my grandmother used to boil the water for cooking and and drinking but um we would shower you know when there was no water running through the plumbing we would you know a cup and wash off so those are the things that I want people to think about because, um, I, yeah, what would you do? How would you make your money? And would money even be a thing? Is it even necessary at this moment? Go ahead, Icon, respond, or do you want? Let's get those. Let's get those bubbles off so we don't have to. Have it's thing. people. Yeah. It's people. Solid green. green is people. Yeah, that was a great movie. How to Roll Another Killjoy. What's good with Silver Song? Probably really good with the hood. I haven't seen that movie in since. Good God Almighty. I don't even know how long Watch it's been. It again. But Watch it was. Again. It had to have been like the late 90s that I seen it last. You know what I'm saying? It was such, just such a good movie. Y'all really should watch it. If you haven't seen Soul and Green, watch Soul and Green or read the book. One of the two. Either which way, good, 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 a good watch, a good read, a good movie. How to Roll Another Killjoy. Smoke weed every day. Thank you. Absolutely. Salute to you. Mm-hmm. And to complete that, I have candles. I have over several candles. I'm not going to count, but that if I need to use it, mm-hmm. if it's an outage or something, I can do that. Uh, luckily, I haven't been the individual that lives in a town, which the ones next door to me has had a power outage during a storm. And my town has been the luckiest ones <laughs> that didn't have to experience that. So I'm grateful for that. Knock on wood that none of this happened because it's the, the society is already horrible. It's horrible. So mm-hmm. just imagine this happen. People are just going to go crazier than what they already are. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of breakage. People are breaking the stuff like they've done already. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing some horrible things to people. So we don't want that. But great show, right? You know, I've only been on for like a few minutes, but I appreciate y'all bringing certain topics to the table. And I hope you're having a wonderful day too. Did we bring your blood pressure up? (laughs) We definitely brought your blood pressure up. (laughs) Thank you, Crystal and uh, Dr. Killjoy. I'm glad that you shared how you watched the film. Um, And it's more than great. It's just, it's also sad because it's the reality today. When you watch the film, pay close attention 
because we're we're headed that way for real for real hey salty coffee what's up icon um, I think this is a really good topic. I actually had a situation where I was like using uh, my daughter's phone number based on just having it programmed in my phone. Then one day my phone broke and I needed to call my daughter and I couldn't call her because I hadn't memorized her number. So now anytime she changes her number or anything, I purposely make it um, a mandatory thing for me to memorize it. And so I make myself manually dial it so it can stay embedded into my head what her phone number is. Um, so that way, if I don't have my phone, I'm always able to contact her, you know, by the memory of her phone number. So we have to get out of the habit of just having numbers stored in our phone and using it like that and um, actually memorizing phone numbers. Absolutely. Um, I seen Swing Lenton Green. I already know what that's about. Another movie, just something similar to Swing Lenton Green. What's the name of that damn? They want a train. <laughs> train in nowhere because the world froze over. What is that? Mm -hmm. Oh, anyway, I know it, that was good the too. New York one. Um, let's hope we don't get there. Let's hope we don't get there. But if communication, transportation, and technology—if we didn't have that, we have bikes. We have our legs. Exactly. We have horses. I'm getting on a donkey, I don't know, a mule, whatever. I'm getting on one of them bad boys, okay? Um, yeah, that's how I'm going to be traveling. That's how I'm going to be traveling. I'm definitely going to be packing, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I will be packing. Um, yeah. Um, also, this year I really want to learn how to use a bow and arrow and mm -hmm. a uh, crossbow. So there's a lot of things. Let me say something about that real quick. Mm -hmm. um, and 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 this is this is a definitely salute to country living. Um, and I, I I haven't forgotten about the other thing too, but country living. I'm 50 years old. The way that we grew up, um, hunting. You know, we used to have our little BB guns, our little pellet guns when we was little boys, and me and my little band of soldiers. We would go actually out into the woods and stuff hunting. We knew where all the wild grapes were at, the bow dies or the bullet grapes. We we used to uh, hunt. Um, uh, what's the name of those little birds? It'll come to me. But we used to hunt these robins, is what they called fishing. We knew how to fish. If you didn't have a fishing rod, how to take a how to take a, a um a branch or something like that. How to get paper clips in stream and go to the lake, go to the river, or whatever the case may be. We actually grew up learning these things because, again, there, there, the technology wasn't there, but there was technology, but not the technology that's known now. So, learning how to learning how to cor correlate and correspond with the earth is what we were taught how to do. So, if a crisis ever came down, you pretty much knew how to maintain and eat I'm, I'm going straight to that lake or straight to that river or straight to the ocean because i live in florida so um when it, and then again when you talk about surviving period you have to that's why history is so important and and again when we talk about these constructs there in every in every uh, uh era of time there has always been a concerted effort to dumb down the people so even though when I say dumb, that don't mean that you're illiterate. It just means that you're not privy to certain information because they don't give it to 
the masses of the people. It's subtle. And when we talk about this this microwave generation, it's not it's not their fault. Like in my generation, it was information that we didn't have. Right. But it is pivotal. It's pivotal for those of us that's still alive that know the old ways, and for the younger generations, it's good to learn the history about what was. Because in this generation here, I'm 50 years old. I'm, like I'm telling you, my face sometimes be stuck in this technology. Like I, I seen it coming long time ago because I was one of those special students. I remember when Apple, I was talking about this last night, when they started bringing the Apple computers to the schools. I remember in um, elementary school when they did that. So, you know, you, you got to go all the way back to like the 70s and the early 80s and stuff like that. So I was a, a bit of a geek, you know, a nerd, growing up in the projects, rough around the edges, but I've always been into those things, education like that. So I kind of seen something coming, but I didn't know what I was looking at, okay? But studying history, right, and growing up the way that we grew up, we had to do more things outside of the house. There was no, there was the, there was no phone to be playing games on. You actually had to get up and get out the house and go do something. And as little as little as children, that's what we did. We went and we we went on hiking missions, all kinds of stuff. Then they had the uh, the camp. They, uh, every summer they would have where you can go to summer camp and stuff like that. There, it got you in tune with nature. It gave you your abilities to be able to think how to utilize the earth. And that's what we don't kind of got away from, except for those that understand the importance of knowing how to go to the land or how to operate without a telephone or what you're going to do if there isn't a car or something. You're going to walk. The first thing, your first mode of transportation is your feet. Mm -hmm. So you can't be, you, you listen, you're going to have to do it. If, if, if that's what it calls for, you're going to have to get on your feet. And that's that's it's as simple as that. It's not even something that has to be dwelt on. When you need to do something, we always find a way to get stuff done with or without the technology. At least that's the way we're supposed to be thinking, period. Because right. stuff still has to be done. And I know we're smart enough and can exercise common sense. Whatever got to be done, it's got to get taken care of. No matter how it get done, it has to happen. Go ahead. Let's go to these messages. I learned how to make your own food, how to eat, preserve your own food, how mm -hmm. to can, mm -hmm. how to pickle, um, mm -hmm. how to dehydrate your food. It's time. Time to take your Goodness gracious. Yeah. How to take your food. I mean, how to take it. dehydration. Um, mm -hmm. That's what the, the natives uh, have done. That's how they dehydrated um, meat, you know, beef jerky, mm -hmm. chicken jerky, turkey jerky. All that stuff to last you. So there's a lot of things to do. And dehydrated vegetables and dehydrated fruits. Obviously like raisins and stuff like that. Um, and dehydrated apples. I don't know if anyone ever had it. I've eaten dehydrated um, fruits mm -hmm. and vegetables. I love them. So there's a lot of things we need to learn how to do. Absolutely. And the important part about all of that is to learn how to do it naturally without an electrical dehydrator like we really need to learn how people did it back then so that we can you know roast our own coffee grow our own coffee whatever it is that we're so used to eating you know to to benefit us 
I know for me, cat coffee beans, when you just chew them, you know, for, for me, that's what helps with my asthma. So I try not to use the pump all the time. I use coffee beans. So that's something that I'm learning how to grow naturally without having to go to the store and buy it. I have a friend that's from Haiti and I was actually supposed to go visit with her back home a couple of times, well, at least one time a few years back and I didn't do it. But she went to Haiti and she would tell me about how, or prior before she went, she would tell me about how they have to bathe in like this portable like area. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. in her town, well, every day, uh, the government shuts off the lights the to, to save yep. uh, electricity. Mm -hmm. So, of course, the better areas keep the electricity on, but like in her area, as well as many other not so wealthy areas, uh, don't have that um, ability or whatever term Luxury. I'm trying to think of. I can't think of right now. Luxury. Privilege to actually Privilege, yeah. hold on to that power. So they got to charge their phones and stuff at a certain time. They have to do certain things, cook at a certain time before it's like no power, which is unfortunate. That that's a hundred percent of how I saw my family in Dominican Republic grow up. So that's not just in Haiti. That's in a lot of countries, including a lot of countries in Africa. You know, some of them are learning now to use. There's a lot of things that are out there that we can use naturally that this government is not going to show us how to do it because this is what runs the USA. That's how they make their money for business. So if we're so dependent on electricity and the plumbing and the sewer system, clean sources and clean water, we also need to learn how to create those for ourselves as well. Because it's very simple. And like Icon always says, it's free. <laughs> this is free stuff, but we're paying for it. It's supposed to be free. It's natural stuff. Also, they got a lot of solar um, equipment on Amazon that um, you need to start buying. I already got, not solar, but yeah, buy solar stuff. Um, also, I got drinking um, straws for um, uh, sanitation. So if I have to go to a river or something like that, I use the straw. Okay. It kills the bacteria and all that stuff out of the river, and I can drink it safely. Um, but you also... Uh, Got UV lamps that will kill um certain bacteria and stuff. So start buying and prepare yourself. You just never know. Just never know. Definitely solar panels, people. Go for the solar panels. Thank you for that. It reminds me of this movie that I saw recently where the girl remembers her mom telling her something. And so she boiled the water as much as she could to filter out all of the to kill like the, the toxins within the, the stream, but to still keep the minerals that are needed when you drink water. Snowpiercer, you're thinking about Snowpiercer. That was bomb as fuck with fucking Christian Bale in that bitch. Yeah, that was bomb as fuck. They were eating fucking cockroaches ground up into motherfucking bars and shit like that there and soiling green type bars into motherfucking out, out, of, out of cockroaches. Yo, that shit was grimy. And the upper class people up in the front of the chain was eating lobster and steak and shit like that there while the poor people was eating roaches. Yuck. Hodgeboy, another killjoy. Smoke weed every day. That was a bomb ass movie too. 
A lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of things can happen in this world. Gotta get ready for it, guys. See, I live in Florida. And I'm used to motherfucking losing power at least three, four times a year because of the fucking hurricanes and shit. You know, it's, it's, it is what it, is. it happens. You know what I'm saying? But we're used to it. We have hurricane parties ready for this shit. You know what I'm saying? We don't worry about it. When the power goes off, we're like, shit, that sucks. Where's the liquor? Where's the weed? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We just wait, wait it out. You know what I'm saying? Wait for the power companies to come too. But. Mm-hmm. I Did you hear the Got movie the he said? I didn't hear the movie. Um. Snow something. Snow something. Okay. We can get on the rebate. Oh, he can bring it back. Yeah, he said Mm -hmm. it kind of quick. Speaking on what Carmelo stated, too, as far as, like, remembering, like, her daughter's number, I was just thinking, like, how many numbers do I remember? And honestly, it was less than a handful. And that's really horrible. Like, that's sad. (laughs) Like, I want y'all to think about it. How many numbers do y'all already remember? Um, Because we're so accustomed to that technology, right? It stores it for us. And God forbid you lost, like she, you break your phone, especially them Apple phones shot fire, you know, your screen broke. So what <laughs> you going to do, you know? And then it's just an unfortunate situation you'll be placed in. Another thing, one of the ladies stated, uh, a donkey, Blue stated, a donkey and a horse. Well, I can't afford that. They too expensive already, you know, but... But I would a- just have to figure it out if it was, you know, I got, I live near a lot of stores and shopping centers and stuff like that. So it's convenient for me at this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. happens if those stores can't get any products? Then what? I mean. Well, Icon, you was lucky that Apple was bringing that to your schools. I was still working on the Commodore 64. Do y'all remember that, the Commodore 64 back in the 80s? That was my first computer. Mm-hmm. And not at home. That was my first computer at school. That's what we had, the Commodore 64. Yeah, it was a movement back then. They was getting ready to introduce, um, they was introducing the technology. Uh, it was like a test run. Because um, when I think about it now, uh, briefly, they think, these people that hold the keys to the construct, these social constructs and how the country is going to be ran, what's going to come out. If, I, don't, I don't know if, if whoever's in here old enough to remember the Jetsons or uh, Get Smart, they always showing you what the technology is going to be in advance. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if, for those that's my age, the $6 million man. Here's a man that was a drive. He used to be a race car driver. He had a, a terrible accident, if I'm not mistaken. And he became the bionic man. Okay, this is all before the Terminator, before all of this stuff. They plan decades and decades and decades into the future. Mm-hmm. That's why stuff that's happening, or you read stuff that happened back in the 60s, the 50s, or back in the day, and said, damn, it's like we living that right now. Of course, because we walking into the history. That's how they. That's how they do it. So where they have think tanks, and we have non-thinking tanks, they're able to manipulate and control. Marcus Garvey said it: "Those who are foremost in science rule the world." So their understanding of this earth is paramount. That's why they're always going after the resources, the natural resources. It's about taking over land, right? And then you build the construct 
Uh, case in point, money, currency, all this other stuff to do what? Buy what was already here for free, which is the earth. Well, all the natural resources coming to make the cars, to make the jewelry, uh, and to make the houses, to make the clothes, it's, it's nature. So they understand those concepts. So it's in their favor to, to bombard us with a whole bunch of nothing, have us chasing a whole bunch of nothing, because when we chasing stuff that really don't matter, we're not paying attention to the things that really do matter. You know, that's why that's why the holders of the construct are able to guide us like sheep, easily led to the slaughter. These are these these are the facts, and we don't learn from history. Growing up, my great grandmother, my great aunt, my great uncles, they would sit down with us and talk about this country because before america became all you know um fancy smashy with the the cable cords and all that it was just country man it was just country that's what it was then the tech the technological boom came at a certain a certain time people had wagons people walked there was no there was no electrical line there was no trains it was for none of that stuff but if there's nobody here again that's why we should we should take advantage of any of the elders that's still here that's capable of talking to us about stuff. We have to learn from each other. That's like an elder not understanding the new technology. You need to get with the younger people so they can help you understand what you can before you shake up out of here. Because there's nothing wrong with learning. You see? Go ahead, Sophie. You got it. Let's give a shout out to Crystal Spoken. Thoughts, Teddy, Caramello, Twixie, Blue Matter. Welcome back. AI, Dr. Killjoy, Smoke Weed Every Day. It's Jones, Number, and Cutting Up. Thank you so much. And we're going to get to these messages. Absolutely. Yo, yo, yo. Y'all know what it is, man. Shout out to Salty Coffee. Dang, I'm about to say, why your coffee got to be salty, though? Sorry, now let me stop. Icon, <laughs> what they do, my boy? What is up, my boy? But shout outs to the queen of Salty Coffee and Icon outside the box with your two hosts, with Salty Coffee and Icon. You feel me? Shout outs to everybody in the room. Y'all know, if you know, you know. It's your boy OG Chef Mike Man in the building. Sitting here, young, listening. What's goody? What up, young? Yeah, I like the organic fruits more than I like regular fruits. You can tell the difference. I drink alkaline water. You know, a few days ago, I got this organic, um, like, liquid, gluten-free, no artificial dyes, you know, allergy-friendly type of foods. I try to look for more. Now, I'm not 100% perfect, (laughs) so I still like the dip and dab and certain things, but... I've learned to explore more options that are more healthier from, for me, you know? So when I read the back of a label, you know, a lot of times ingredients doesn't display everything that it should, you know? So you gotta be more careful what I consume. Um, I like, like the wraps, like I'm looking at my wrap right now. It's a, it's a spinach wrap. You know, I try to be careful and, like I said, what I pursue, but be knowledgeable of what I'm eating. Absolutely. And I think more so important, what would you do if shit wasn't available? (laughs) 
are you going to get that water alkaline? Would you know how to get the water alkaline or alkaline water? Because they do sell the, the, the stones that you could just do it yourself. You don't have to go buy it anywhere. Speaking about computers, I, who remembers the computers with the back, like the colorful backs? I was just thinking about that. He was talking about like that iPhone and stuff. I was like, yo, I remember growing up, the you know when the computers was really popping back in the early two uh, thousands, and you know, people was buying all these lab uh, computers and stuff. And my cousin had one of those colorful backs, and I had a typewriter, you know. So I mean, some people still got typewriters, but that's what I had. My uncle gave it to me. I had to type up a paper. I didn't, I didn't even have a laptop back then. And you got to use what you got to use. But that paper was an A at the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah, speaking about the UV, I have that. I definitely had it during the Rona situation. And they were selling like cupcakes. And especially I'm an individual that is a reseller. So, so that was something that I was receiving. And I, I got it for less than $5. The same ones that you might see on uh, Instagram, TikTok, as well as, uh, what is it, um, Amazon's, you know, selling. I had it for the low, low. You got nowhere to shop, you know, and a lot of people was purchasing those at the time. So that was a good flip. But I also kept one for myself. I actually have two. I got the lamp. I, I got the um, the light that goes around. I got it where you could put your stuff, your, your keys or your phone inside a box and it supposedly, we don't know 100%, you know, um, it's supposed to remove the germs and bacteria and all that stuff like that, so. Killjoy stated, like, Florida have storms and stuff like that, and I'm just gonna say, y'all about to be a whole new, you know, world over there, because y'all about to be divided from us, the U.S., you might as well have another country, because y'all keep having those storms. I don't know, it's, it's, time is ticking. No. So... No. <laughs> the movie's name is Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. It's about a train. And yeah, snow, Snowpiercer. And there's snow everywhere because uh, our genius mentality started. We can fuck with the weather and we failed miserably. And now we've made the entire world a freaking ice block. And there's this one train just running across all of it. It's called Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. And yeah, like I was saying before though, yeah, we, we lose our power and whatnot. But we wait for the freaking cow companies. But what happens when the power companies don't come through? You know what I'm saying? I live in a, a, a rural area where everybody around here has some form of power generator or, you know what I'm saying? They, they country folk around here. But we know how to survive in, in the wild, you know what I'm saying? How to butcher, how to hunt, how to butcher, you know what I'm saying? How to, how to clean the meat, you know what I'm saying? Clean off the bone. We know how to, we do, do all that fun shit down here. College boy does kill George. Smoke weed every day. So those Absolutely. Are the, those are the things we want to learn. Like those, um, come to our show next week and teach us a little some some uh, of that stuff. Cause that's that's what um. This year, twenty twenty three, I have my backpack, emergency backpack ready, and it's just a conversation to have with the family, because now I have one of them who's moved to another state, and it's just about communication. Um, make sure that we know how to communicate outside of the regular technology that we use today 
that we're paying so much money for and they can wipe it out at any given moment it could be wiped out man crystal i ain't need much gonna lie to you but the only reason that cutting up even remember numbers is simply because i used to be a customer service representative for verizon wireless and i don't know what it is about uh, working for them folks ever since like when back when i used to work for them numbers like i just had to remember off the top of the head matter of fact um yeah yeah it's just numbers i had to remember off the top of the head and heck i'm so old that i remember my grandmother telephone number now cutting up ain't but 30 but who Well, you asked me a question, Salty Coffee. What happens if the the stores can't get their, their goods? Well, then I have to figure it out as we are talking about it. We are talking about it. So I will make sure I go to the Dollar Tree, the general dollar store, you know, Walmart, wherever I need to go to get those those items for planting my own fruits and vegetables, like mm -hmm. my grandma had me doing before back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't like it. I don't like I don't like the planting and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind planting, but like the bugs and stuff. When I had to go outside in the yard, that's not for me. But and I don't like the bugs that I know you gotta basically buy certain things for it to avoid the bugs. But that's a little story. Anywho, I would do that. You know, I would plant my own fruits okay. and vegetables and uh, make it a convenient situation for myself until like, especially when while my my food that I have left over is still in stock. Those plants and stuff can grow and develop for me. So that's another thing. I want people um, to start coming into outside the box that if you're knowledgeable about growing food, cutting animals, which plants are edible and which ones are not, please come to our next show so you can share your emergency pack in the event that everything's wiped out. Right here. What up, Salty Coffee? What up, Icons? Um, hey. I just give up, give my two cents real quick on that. Um, I always tell people to grow their food. Mm -hmm. I grow my own. Uh, I got several vegetables, but uh, if people that living in the inner city and they can't, you know, grow their own food. You know, they could buy MREs, meals ready to eat. Uh, you can get a case, and, you know, it's everything that you need to sustain your life. Or, you know, and like the sister said, the water purifier, mm -hmm. that's a good thing as well. You need a bug out bag with, you know, shovel, flint, flares, uh, solar. They got generator flashlights you know the hand crank flashlights and lanterns solar panel like uh generator. oh he i i don't think he left another message but yeah spoken thoughts thank you so much for that absolutely um, that's um i don't ahead. know where uh kill joy is from he, he says he's from florida 
I'm from yes, I'm from Fort Pierce, Fort Pierce, Florida, right? In my little city, um, little town, or uh, what have you. Um, when he was talking, like I, I I really identify with what he's saying, uh, because I know again I'm I, I'm telling I, I don't told you what my age is, so I'm an older guy. I'm 50 years old, well 50 years young, because I'm still sharp as a tech. But we used to go with the older guys to go hunting raccoons. They, they they showed us how to uh, skin a raccoon, how to um, gut a raccoon, how to miss that bile sack, uh, rabbits, alligator, alligators, where we ate the alligator tail, snapper turtles. So, again, knowing how to use nature to feed yourself, you going out into, like I was, I was mentioning about the wild grapes and stuff, you had to know the difference between the wild grapes and the snake berries. They look alike. But the snake berries were poisonous. So there, there was a lot of education growing up in the area where I stayed. We had a, a creek called Taylor's Creek. They said it didn't have a bottom to it that led out to the Indian River and out into the Atlantic Ocean. So when he was when he was saying what he was saying, like we actually you you have to know how to go get it off the land. You know what I'm saying? You have to you have to know how to take water, boil water, and the best water that you can get. Uh, if you if you have a way to do it, is to take the take the steam from the water. If you can collect that water, that's some of the purest water that you can ever drink. The condensation. Yeah, because even if you boil water, the parasites, those microscopic things that be in the water, it'll still be in the water at the bottom of the water. But if you can catch the condensation, like they have a machine for that. I don't know if if it was the purifier, whatever that was. But when you boil water, the heat, that water that steams, that's the purest form of that water. And if you can catch that and collect that, you have a, a pure form of water. Not what they sell in these bottles to us, core, pure life, and all that other stuff. That th these these are not the purest forms of water to drink, but they're drinkable. You know, it's better than some of the stuff that we get from the city a lot of the times too. Right. Mm -hmm. What we need to do is start using hemp. That's what we need to do. We need to learn how to process and use hemp all over again. Because once the technology goes away, this there there goes motherfucking nylon and all that shit and chemicals that we've been using all these years. You know, say if we can learn how to do it what we did back in the day, back in the 1800s, the sails were made of fucking hemp, the clothes were made of fucking hemp. You know, saying paper, hemp, everything that was that was necessity that we use for tree from trees now was used for hemp back in the day and it's easy it's fucking it's easy to, to to break it down and it's easy to grow almost anywhere you want to grow it they don't call it weed for a reason you know what i'm saying they love weed because it grows everywhere hodge boy dot kill joy smoke weed every day but people just love technology too much I swear to God, if I get back on Facebook another damn day and hear about another relationship that was started simply because um, all the people do is send messages now. And personally, I miss them chat line days. I don't give a damn what nobody say. Because, yes, this is the way cutting up normally talks. But on the chat line, <laughs> yeah, baby, my name changed. <laughs> yeah, anything you want to know about me?
and just let me know. See that that was the chat line voice that I that got me so many numbers. I missed them days. Now see, I'm just outside of Orlando. I'm in Orlando, but on the escorts of Orlando in a place we call Bithlo. Bithlo. Now, if you know about Bithlo and Christmas, you're in Fort Myers, so I don't know if you know about that. But Bithlo and Christmas is mad rural, mad country. You know what I mean? The motherfucker, it just it is what it is. And when I moved out here, I moved. I'm originally from Brooklyn, but when I moved out here in my teenage years, and I'm 42 right now, I'm about to be 43. And I tell you what. Motherfucker, I learned so much shit from these country boys. It's not even a joke. You know what I'm saying? How, like I said, how to butcher, how to hunt. You know what I'm saying? I learned, I learned how to uh, uh, grow, mainly weed, but I still learned how to grow stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hemp for life. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I know quite a lot of things when it comes down to survival tactics. You know what I'm saying? I just haven't used them in my everyday life yet. But if necessary, let's get it, let's go. Hodge boy that'll kill George. Smoke weed every day. See, I know where Thank he you. where he's at. Um, yeah, excuse me. Go ahead, Salty. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I know where he's at. I'm actually in Fort Pierce. Fort Myers is on the west coast, so I'm I'm not even far from Orlando. Where I, where I live is actually two hours away. I'm an hour and thirty minutes north of uh, Miami. So the area that he's talking about, that's my stumping ground. That's how we grew up. Uh, doing the things that we that 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 we were taught to do, and we spent a lot of time with the elders, man, because they were we had people in our neighborhood, the older guys, uh, the the older men, they would come get us as children and take us to do stuff. And 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 in today's world, we don't have a lot of that because the the terrain has changed. You can't even trust your, trust your children around nobody now. So most people are like I can't even do that because of certain things that's happening. We were just talking about the human trafficking. Uh, what that was about a week or two ago. So uh, a lot of the children not even getting the benefits in in most in most areas. Not that it doesn't happen, uh, uh, because they may have family members or dad. That's what I like about um those country folk or the people from the city that have family in the country that migrated to places like New York or out to Cali and stuff like that. If you just search your roots a lot of the times, you will find that most of your people come from Georgia and Carolina, Mississippi, Alabama, and stuff like that's your root. And that's why, again, it's it's always important to go back and learn the history because when we don't learn the history, we can't see the good and the bad things that happen and then we are bound to repeat them. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but that area he talking about, him coming from Brooklyn, coming down there, getting country boys going, they gonna line you up, and he ready. Dr. Killjoy ready, smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> but the the hemp part, yeah, I I'm just learning about hemp now. Um, but I think a lot of people already are into it and and cr- creating stuff for it. Um, it's just not us, you know, doing it ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I think. Um, this was a great talk. Thank everyone who stopped by. And for those of you listening through Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Breaker, or through our website, thank you so much for um, coming along on a Sunday night. Um, We started at 9.15. We usually try to do an hour, but this is fine. So our next talk on Salty Coffee, Entrepreneur in the Making, the ebook launch with I am Crystal. 
Uh, that's mm -hmm. on January 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. On January mm -hmm. 30th at 6 p.m. Eastern time, uh, a queen in her own right, I, I've been invited to um, officially Soulful Renee's show. And it's gonna mm -hmm. be with Sister Crystal. Uh, let's see. This is one thing that I do like about stereo because now you can just go to the on a regular computer you can go to the link and it has everybody's talks everybody's sound bites and i love that um so i i can't see the other young ladies but definitely oh um it's marcel though it's also going to be mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. uh, who's this person sister crystal and i and i think twixie i, I can't I can't remember, but yeah, that's going to be on January 31st at 6 p.m. Eastern time. On February 11th, I will be interviewing my one and only youngest daughter. <laughs> well, she's not my one and only, but she is my one and only youngest daughter. I have two. Um, mm -hmm. General uh, Generation X versus Millennials slash Gen Y, and the reason why I had to do that because she was born literally on the cusp between millennials and generation Y. Uh, that discussion is going to be really interesting because she's tough. If you think I'm dry and not so funny, she's even worse. <laughs> no, I <just> kidding. <laughs> but it's going to be a, a very interesting conversation. She's been wanting to, in, to be interviewed on the Salty Coffee podcast for a while now, and I haven't been ready, um, cause I'm not sure. I was like, nah, we need to have a conversation first. Like everybody else, we need to keep it formal. Um, so our pre-interview was uh, very interesting. Um, I learned a lot from her on that pre-interview and I'm hoping to learn a lot more moving forward. So that would be on February 11th. We don't have the time yet, but please, follow icon follow myself follow each other because that interview is going to be amazing for the salty coffee podcast and i can't wait and i'm not saying that any other interview is you know not amazing because the purpose of my podcast is to help women to to motivate them to inspire them to make sure that i we hold each other accountable for the things that we say we want and that we need. Um, but this topic tonight is really your assignment is to one, make sure you start going back into compasses and maps, make sure you um, have your emergency plan within your household. If you're by yourself, make sure that you share your emergency plan with your family who live other places. If you, um, don't have uh, weapons or anything like Blue Matter says. She wants to learn how to use bow and arrow. Let's go for it. Um, candles, water filtering, plants, growing our own food. What does that mean? Please make sure you watch Soylent Green, the film, um, because that's going to be uh, amazing uh, for you to watch because you're going to learn Oh my God, if, if, if that happens to us in for real, for real, 
remember this film was uh published in the 70s and we're in 2022 and is exactly what i'm seeing gonna happen so please um make sure you start decluttering getting rid of stuff if you don't need it because if you just had to take your backpack with a couple of water and dry food or whatever make sure you have that ready but most importantly make sure you all love each other like for real for real and care about each other your neighbors your your whoever and pay attention pay attention to what's really going on um in the world it's not always about you um it's it's really about all of us and i think Absolutely. here in stereo i think this is one of the reasons why it works for outside the box because we become family so we need to take care of each other like we would you know we care of others like we would want to be cared for as well your last words icon i want to invite everybody out uh first of all before i can say that though I, I, I want to try to make a concerted effort with everybody to make sure that these upcoming shows for crystal and anyone else that have shows that i, I want to use my voice to try to um get as many people as we can to come to shows like that where was is dealing with economics or uh, dealing with health um or anything that's designed to uplift us as a people uh in, in specifically or in particular and people in general because we're all people um so i'm going to be doing my best to try to get as many people as we can because we need to start filling the shows up that has this type of substance you know because uh, a shout out to all the content creators out there that bring what they bring to the table each and every day uh in their uh, perspective houses uh, but i i, I want to try to kind of ramp up a little bit some of the shows that's actually trying to get us in a position to win you know what i mean and they need to have the same type of attention i mean some people may come some people may not come but it's not going to be because of a lack of effort to try to extend the information so that we can make sure that these shows that's going to actually take us somewhere uh is being heard so uh, on saturdays at nine o'clock we have the cotg circle of the gods and what that is uh, me and a few of my uh brothers we have a we, we call it the man circle but the man circle don't work without the feminine energy so we have to always salute the queens um it's a place where men can come to have real conversation it's a safe place we don't do no women bashing over there we don't do no man bashing over there but we talk about serious topics um from the from the male perspective right um and everybody is welcome to come you know sometimes it may be controversial but at the end of the day it would definitely not be disrespectful because that's one of the things i do not allow uh, in the rooms that i'm in any disrespect of anybody um even if there's a disagreement i still think there's a way for us to talk to one another um to get clarity or get understanding because at the end of the day we're trying to unite and not stay separated from each other and also um uh Sergeant says something i want to plug my cousin uh on youtube his name is uh cj he's uh he have a um a show called gardening with goo and he's a uh, he has actually made it on youtube to where now he's getting the sponsors uh and whatnot and he actually show us how to go out and garden how to utilize seed how to understand uh our soil uh and, and different things of that nature so i want to plug if you find it's called gardening with goo 
So feel free to, to uh, look on YouTube to get him if you want to know something about horticulture and about gardening and about growing food and stuff like that. And uh, that's about it for me other than salute to and everybody in the foundation. Huh? He's funny. He he does the shows with his uh, mother or is that his yeah. grandmother? His yeah, his no, mother. That's, that's, my, that's my aunt. My, yep, her name is yeah. uh, Aunt Tiny. They call her uh, Mama Goo. And she definitely is funny. That my auntie's she funny, but she's sub serious at the same time. So a beautiful woman and, she is. And they show um, recipes that they cook straight from the mm -hmm. garden into their kitchen. And she's amazing. Mm -hmm. I, I love them. They they're a good match together. They're funny. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Sorry. <laughs> other 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 than that, Dale, uh, in my and just in my last little couple of words here, y'all be safe in your travels as always. I want to always give a shout out to the truckers out there. I have a lot of friends and family that's in the trucking business, those that out on the road each and every day getting them products where they need to be. Be safe on them roads and to everybody that's out here working uh, legitimately, uh, getting up every day to go put that work in to have a better quality of life. Be safe in your travels also. And may the peace and blessings of the Most High be upon you and your family. Salute, Icon, out. Thank you again. We have one more message. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you said communication, transportation, and technology. What would you do if it all disappeared? Boom. I, actually, I think that if it all disappeared, I think people would be better. I think society would be closer-knit. I think we would place more value on humanity versus okay. the material things you know and it was a time when technology you know didn't exist to the point that it exists now you feel me you know as it relates to man's exposure and i think that i don't know i think that we it might be a better world without all of that you feel me real talk shouts out to the panel and the listeners Absolutely. Salute Thank that. you, King David. You came just at the right time. Like that's like the mm -hmm. perfect answer. You know, he we, would we love do it. Need that. Yeah, we we he, actually need that because mm -hmm. we don't talk to each other no more. We 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 losing our uh, uh, our ability to be human and to have humility towards one another. I mean, the the technology keeps you in a fast pace moving and rushing to nowhere real quick. And I think that it's very important that we kind of realign ourselves to our humanity, man, because of the different things that's happening at a, at a, at a rapid pace. Um, a lot of, a lot of death, a lot of destruction, a lot of just people just cold hearted, like for real, no love. It's, it's, it's a, it's a cold world we're living in right now. I think, I think we can start today to give each other um, some love for each other more outside of technology. Info, Roger that, I concur. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> I hope you all have a great night. <laughs> Please don't forget to love yourself every day at 7 a.m. <laughs> Wherever you are, take a three-minute meditation break. You could either do it with me um, through my YouTube channel, or you could do it on your own. Just put it on your on your calendar, on your on your notebook, <laughs> date book if you have a written one. Let's try not to use technology. 
for three minutes right. uh, at 7 a.m., uh, then again at 1 p.m., and then again at 7 p.m. So it's three times a day, every day, and just take three minutes away from it all, all of it, just silence, just you and your heartbeat. You don't even need music or anything, but just let's all do it together so we can connect and reconnect. <laughs> okay, icon. Anyway, icon can stand that If you just walked in, feel free to come back to the replay. We're always on our website, www.saltycoffeepodcast.com. You can also visit the icon at www.theicon6.com. And I'm telling you, we keep up with that website like there's no tomorrow. If you need mm. help with your website, send them some messages. If you have someone where you want Icon to go speak to the youth or the young people or whoever, because he has the voice. Of, I ain't scared of people. On, make sure you go to his website and send him a message with your request. Um, and again, thank you so much. We're here every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern time outside the box and if you know what to do if it all disappear come back next week and tell us how what you're doing and how you're planning and did you find your emergency uh planning uh for your city your state whatever let us know thank you thank you. you salute everybody love bye bye i'll turn out coffee <laughs>